0: Hey, it's Jose Gallison. You're watching No Way Jose. You can find me on the No Way Jose YouTube channel, also on all the major audio podcatchers and Odyssey as well. Credit to Justin Campbell at JCAMP1521 for the intro. My guest today is Sal Diagoras. Uh, we're continuing the live uh, the live reading of New Libertarian Manifesto. If you're watching this on the 3rd, it's a live stream. It'll only be available the day of, and then I'll put it up public roughly about a week or so from, ne- or from now now. Um, but yeah, so if you want to have access to the uh, episodes in the meantime, you need to be a patron. It's patreon.com. Just no way, Jose 2020. Lowest level is two bucks, it gets you access to that. Highest level is 20 bucks, and that they'll give you the read off as a sponsor. There's other levels in between. You can check out the Patreon if you are interested in that. Uh, sponsors have C. McRae of the Whiskey and Tea podcast, Jacob Winograd of the Daniel 3 podcast, where there's a lot of biblical anarchy content. Uh, newer one brandon smith his twitter is at underscore 2d system he has 2d system on youtube and rumble and he also has music on spotify and other streaming platforms as 2d system uh, yeah like i said we're doing the live reading series of um, new libertarian manifesto i've already knocked out an agorist primer series if you want to go check that out if you're on youtube there's a playlist for it. anywhere else you have to hunt down the episodes individually um, next week I'll be having on Tommy Salmons of Year Zero, where we'll be covering Valterine de Clare's essay in Anarchist Handbook or The Anarchist Handbook. I'll be continuing that series. Uh, right now, if you're on the third, uh, uh, Tower Gang is doing a Florida LP convention recap. Uh, and then next week, uh, that'll be, I guess, the ninth, li- likely it'll be. We have Lou Perez, uh, the comedian on there. Uh, as always, go check out Top Lobster, toplobster.com. Use Jose at checkout for uh, use Jose at checkout for 10% off. All right, let's get into it. Hey, what's up, man? What up? What's up? How are you, brother? Doing all right. Doing all right. (laughs) Yeah, this is the first time I think. No, actually, no. We uh we talked right after the the quote unquote debate. Uh, so I guess we don't really cover that much. I just yeah, it's funny. I've been getting a lot more a lot of flack for that. A lot of people are like giving me shit for not being an agorist or or whatever <laughs> why what happens were, i don't know a lot of people were giving me shit for that which i mean like okay whatever we have some disagreements in our argumentation which whatever <laughs> i, I, I thought, I like,
1: thought people things. would be yelling at me but i haven't i haven't got any sort of uh yeah. negative feedback
0: yeah i don't know I, mean, I thought it was good but uh yeah it, it was funny some of the 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 thing and i got some people claiming that it was like that they, they that I marketed as a debate, and I was like, I was very clear as much as I could that I was trying to go for a conversation. And I guess some people were like, "Well, the the title was agorism versus Politics. people are and never they...
1: fucking happy." I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: dude, we could we we always do it again. I mean, I don't care. Like it was, it's I had great. fun. I mean, I was... I enjoy talking about that 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 sort of stuff. You know,
0: no, it's fun. Yeah, go get Dave again. We'll do it. We're doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fun. Uh, but yeah. I just, I guess, I some of the more the flack was coming in, so I just thought it was kind of funny. Fuck them. Yeah, no, I don't care. I just thought it was funny. But uh, yeah, we're a little bit of time crunch. You have a, you have a hard out today, so I guess we'll go ahead and get into it. We have, we're on chapter four. We have chapter five after this. this is a short one. So next week's episode will probably be pretty short. I will try and knock out chapter four today. And I'm, not, I'm still not entirely sure if I want to do the critiques because that's a good junk and there's a lot of good stuff in there but i don't know that would, b- that right
1: would probably not be a bad idea either to be honest with you then we could yeah. hit some of the the you know common responses and, and what how do you go to respond to it it's up to you though
0: yeah I, yeah i just i'm not sure how that will translate but you know i may just do it. I'm, I'm leaning towards doing it I just was unsure <laughs> so, yeah let's do it hell yeah i'm yeah. down well all right cool let's go ahead and get into it uh, chapter four, Revolution, Our Strategy. And as always, you know, if you have anything to say, feel free to cut me off, whatever. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, our condition has been analyzed, our goal perceived, the mechanism has been spelled out, and a set of pathways have been mapped out. Should we simply go counter economic ourselves, educate ourselves in libertarianism, and inform others by word and deed, we shall reach uh, our libertarian society. Which. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to point out that was a big, uh, to, it's, it's kind of works out that we can kind of, uh, you are going over this and a lot of stuff came up in the debate. Uh, cause yeah. one of the common thing people were, would brought up was the, uh, the, the whole idea of that, like, um, what, what am I trying to say? That, that like, we don't want to message and it's like, that, that's a common misconception. Like, that's not what we're saying. And I don't think that's what you're saying either. Like, no, yeah, no, not but, at all so he even just says right there that inform others by word and deed, you know, he's saying that we, sh- that's like something we should do. Like, it's not something he's saying we shouldn't do at all. So, you know, but
1: notice, but, notice how he includes by deed, right? Like, yes. so like we have to, and he says, it, to, should we simply go counter economic ourselves? In other words, like should lead by example, show people how to do this vis-a-vis example. And that's what I tried this what I know that's what you and other agoras try to do. And hopefully, uh, it, it's working.
0: Yes. Uh, indeed, this is sufficient for most people and enough to be expected. No new libertarian should ever berate libertarian counter-economics for not doing more. Uh, counter-economists. I said that wrong. Um, they are agorists and will get there in their own time, which that's actually so a key point, I think. That's, that's
1: really, really key right there. And I really yeah. try to not, like... St- you're uh, you know, you're less agorist than this guy, or I'm more agorist than you. I don't, I hate like that. I hate getting into that. shit. And every time I sense a conversation going down that road, these two lines like jump out of my head. And It's like Conkin is like the ghost of Conkin is like, no, lay off of them, like they'll get there eventually, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to lambast Vin Armani, but it's, it's been a been story. One, of, I, don't, I don't know if you know, uh, James Gentleman. Uh, if you're yeah. you've been on a show, actually, I do, yeah, know yeah, him. yeah. But he he uh, I, I don't I don't think this is what necessarily made him not. But it did kind of, you know, I guess probably sort of maybe push him away a little bit. Like I, I, I know I'm, he's like he Vin went on his show and then shortly after wrote an article clearly like 100 percent was about James and was it was about not being an armchair agorist and he was kind of lambasting him. And that is one thing. It's like I, I always try to emphasize that to not do this like binary thinking of either you're all in or you're all out. Like the whole idea of agorism is like you do what you can based on your subjective Absolutely. values, you
1: know. And, and, and we have no idea what James is doing uh, behind the scenes. Like this guy yeah. could be running guns to Ukraine for all we know. You know what I mean? Who the hell are we to tell him what he's doing? How do you know what I mean? It's just it's sort of silly to me, but um. I do I will say you can't separate agorism from action. So if you're not actually engaging in countereconomics, it's hard to make the case that you're engaging in agorism, right? So you like if you're not acting on on countereconomics, you're probably not doing it. But with that being said, nobody has a claim to the title of agorism. No one has, no one has the right to say I'm more agorist than you. Like it's a spectrum and like yeah. Some people might be further down that line than others, and that, that's completely fine.
0: Yeah, and even then, I think it's very much to some extent a mindset. So it's about uh, yeah. it's about doing what you can where you can. Uh, I think the point, I think in that episode, if I recall correctly, James actually said that he doesn't really engage as much. Uh, but I don't know what his current situation was at the time. So it may have been one of those things where he didn't really have that many places where he could at that moment in time or whatever. But you have that mindset, and the idea is that you're trying to go that way. It's, it's, it's you know, to. Also, but.
1: I, I can remember a couple articles where conkin uh, was was speaking about this, and he would say something like, Um, oh, it's actually it's in anti-politics. It's like this little pamphlet that he published. And it's like he was responding to his critics, and like they were like, well, what are you doing, you know, for libertarianism? He's like listing all the stuff that he engages in. And a lot of it is like publishing the new libertarian a new libertarian uh, journal new libertarian notes. So it's like, Konkin also was, like, down to – he also included, like, spreading the message as a form of agorism. You know what I mean? But it's like, at the end of the day, I do think you have to engage in, the, like, the black and gray markets to some extent, in some way. And yeah. we all do, by the way.
0: Exactly. That was kind of – was getting my point. I was driving it before. Yeah. It's even just a mindset of just – it's more just realizing that you are and then trying to engage with that more, you know, kind of um, – even these simple agorists, though, may wish to contribute to entrepreneurs who specialize in accelerating the movement towards the agorist society and away from statism. And others perceiving rising inflation heading toward economic collapse or the gathering clouds of war will want something done about it. Finally, the familiar, cu-
1: huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Finally, the counterattacks of the state that subvert the agorist society and lure libertarians into false paths can be combated. These tasks define the field for the new libertarian activists. Again, for those who wish only to live their lives as freely as possible and associate with others like-minded, counter-economic libertarianism is sufficient. No more is needed. For those, however, who want to support in whatever ways they can those heroic entrepreneurs who specialize in recruiting for the agora deal with state-caused catastrophes and combat status within and without, a guide is needed to select out those who are doing something worthwhile from those who are spinning their wheels and those who are actually counterproductive, i.e. counterrevolutionary. And for those, the
1: Libertarian Party Mises Caucus. <laughs> Go
0: ahead. And for those, like this author, who burn for liberty and wish to devote themselves to that life's work, a strategy is essential. What falls then is a new libertarian strategy. A little aside, and I guess like, maybe it does kind of tie into it, Someone was saying something, uh, actually, I think it was related to secession, so it's not the best example because I know that's like kind of a touchy area for Agris, but someone was giving the Mises caucus shit like, oh, well, this is a good way to get you branded as a terrorist organization. And I joked, I was like, well, okay, hit me up when you guys are officially branded terrorist organization. Yeah. I may just join. But it's like, yeah. it is kind of like, it sounds like you're like counter to agorism. But it's like, well, at that point, you're literally just a gray or black market organization because you're not going to be able to engage in it. So it's like, okay, hit me up when you guys get there. <laughs> like, if you guys accelerate to the point to where you implode i'm all for it <laughs>
1: like- come on dude like we, we've been on the domestic terrorist watch list now for years <laughs> get, get get with the game here <laughs> come on yeah
0: which is kind of my point i went on uh i think it was aaron's podcast a time on earth or whatever forever ago and that was my point i was like if they can go that hard sure great but at that point it's kind of like yeah they're just going to implode but then whatever they join us in the agora <laughs> like- right exactly <laughs> Which I guess that's one way to do it. They went too hard, and, and they, they found that line, and they just, you know, they became, you know, how what we, we want them to be. <laughs> All right. The new libertarian activists must keep in mind that actual defense against the state is impossible until the counter-economy has generated syndicates of protection against agencies sufficiently large to defend against the remnant of the state. This will occur only at the phase transition between the third and fourth steps leading back from our statism to agorism. Each step from statism to agorism requires a different strategy. Tactics will differ even within each step. There are some rules that will apply in all stages. Under all circumstances, one recruits and educates. Given typically confused individual acquaintances who consider it a counter economic act, encourage them to do it. If they are intelligent enough and not likely to turn on you, explain risks involved and return expected. Most of all, educate them by your example to the extent you can let them know. I like that bit. Have you add add that one or not? But no. All right. Yeah, we kind of already hammered that a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, right. But, but yeah, no, that's kind of the point we're getting at is to you know kind of the the focus is the example. And it's not to say the libertarian party members don't do that, but I feel like the priorities are flipped a little bit. Yeah, and I I really
1: hope that people see um, like 3D printer go burr and they think to themselves like, oh, shit, maybe I could find some sort of entrepreneurial venture like that. And I hope that it really does like encourage people to sort of engage in disruptive entrepreneurship in some way.
0: Mm -hmm. All library libertarians you know, which I love that expression. That was something I think we talked about earlier at some point. I was trying to get at it. I forgot that expression to use because there are libertarians that – like yeah, maybe maybe they engage into it to some extent, but don't really do it. But they're 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 more like in the theory. And don't get me wrong, I love theory. Like most of my show is theory, but you know, to some extent, you
1: gotta fucking do something. <laughs> well, what, what what gets me, and Conkin's really gonna hit the, hit a home run here. Is, but like we get accused of um, like uh, because because agorism stresses consistency, we get accused of sort of like living in Encapistan in your head and whatnot. But it's really what Cong is calling library libertarians that, that do that, whereas we are the only ones who are actually out in the field battling the state in any meaningful sense of the term.
0: Yeah, which I mean, I guess because the, the people that because, yeah, they they they. but the, I guess in their head, they would say, well, they're you know, they're doing the politics route. They're trying to make that happen. But it's like to us, it's kind of like, well, you're not what are you really doing? Like, what, what is I, I don't That one's know. contrary
1: to the theory? Right. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing
0: yeah for, and and i know we have different argumentations i i tend to argue more the practical route you seem to uh focus more uh, you have a different focus but yeah so in my head it's more like i don't really see like yeah you may get a gain but if you if you it's, it's in some regard but if you stretch that out on the long run it's kind of like well you're not really right like, exactly like, <laughs> that's why i like you to use win. a gambling example it's like you're a person with a game a, a gamble uh you're a person with a gambling addiction that, like, you got a jackpot like a year ago, and that's what you hold on to forever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. but, but they didn't but get you... a
1: jackpot. It's like they just they just got a couple coins out of the <laughs> machine like ten years ago, and they've been hooked yeah. ever
0: since. All right, all li- library libertarians, you know those who profess some theoretical variant of libertarianism but eschew its practice, should be encouraged to practice what they preach. Scorn their inaction, practice or praise their first halting steps towards counter economics, which. Once again, uh, that that was a big point. We already kind of touched on it. Praise their first halting steps towards counter economics. That's one thing I don't. That's, and this is one of my biggest critiques of agorism is agorists because I do think a lot of agorists do fall into this trap of becoming what the parody of what they call us to be, where it's we're kind of this toxic, you know, like oh, you know, or kind of shitty because you're not, you're not engaging in counter-economics to the fullest extent you can or whatever, which I'd say there's a good portion of that's not the case. I guess it's always that, like, minority that kind of makes you look bad. But, yeah, no, the, but, the idea, but, <laughs>
1: but, but, but But look what Konkin says. Like says, scorn their inaction. So it's like, yes. in a sense, we are supposed to, like... What are you guys doing? Like you're just wasting time. Like you're tr- you're treading water. You're running in circles. That's a, that's what I try to tell like the LP yeah. people and, and stuff like that. I don't think it works. I don't think I've gotten through to them. But, you know, yeah. I do well, try to score fo- in action.
0: That's why I focus on the second part. Praise their first halting step. <laughs> you're, you mean, you're much more diplomatic. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. There is something to be said about the scorning. I do think that's a point that should be brought up. But it's a, it's yeah. Dip, dip, diplomacy comes in play if you're if you're talking to someone who's willing to accept that uh, critique, sure. But if because you you critique someone and often unless they're prepared for that critique, you are likely to turn them away. So yeah, and yeah. I, and I do
1: agree about like praising their their first steps towards counter economics. That's what I tried doing with the paleos a few months ago. Um, mm-hmm. Like when Tho and those guys started to make some accolades, like some sort of like. I'll, they started to, to extend an olive branch to Agorists, and I was like, "Yeah, all right, you know, like, hey, like if you see them, they're they're promoting cryptocurrency now and stuff like that. So it's when they when we see them do that, it is really important that we're like, yeah, like encourage them, retweet them, and like stuff like that because you want to sort of egg that on. You want to sort of encourage that sort of that line of thinking.
0: Exactly. Interact with them more and more as trust go, grows with their competence and experience those already encounter economics whom you meet can be let in on the libertarian philosophy that you hold that mysterious belief you possess that keeps you so happy and free of guilt Drop it nonchalantly if they feign lack of interest wax enthusiastic as they grow more curious and eager to learn basically this portion right here is uh, how to win friends and influence people which I think anyone should le- read especially libertarians and agorists. because I mean that's just I've never read in that general. one. It's a good one. It's a, for us autists, it's a good autistic mm-hmm. breakdown of how to interact with people. <laughs> so, yeah, like, for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really is great. It is a good way. I mean, it's mostly, if you're someone who's pretty good on a social level, you, it's mostly stuff that you already know, but especially like the, we all know the libertarians are super autistic who really aren't good at interacting with people. This is, a, it literally is an autistic breakdown of how to properly interact with people to get them to do what you want, but in a certain way. And uh, a lot of this is kind of what he's getting at is that, you know, like to encourage their behavior in certain ways. And it's it's not it doesn't even necessarily have to be manipulative. It's just a good way to interact with people in general. All right. Sell agorism by example and argument. Control and program your emotional emotional reactions to exhibit hostility at statism and deviationism and to exhibit enthusiasm and joy at agorist acts and estate state setbacks. I guess I, I will say I do kind of disagree a little bit in maybe the way he frames it because uh, the hostility should be measured it, and it depends on who you're working with. But that's a how to win friends and influence thing <sighs> people because when you do put someone off, it's a good way to throw them away from you. Uh, but think, it depends. There are certain people that it's okay to just throw them away, like and you know what I mean. But I, th-
1: I think what he's talking about here is like um, like he, he will like in other words, program yourself so that when you see like the road work being done. Like you're like, oh fuck these people, like what's going on here? What do you like? He wants you to automatically have that reaction, like when you see any sort of state action whatsoever, it's just to be turned off, negative, be opposed to it immediately we just just on seeing it. And then on the other spec on the other side of the spectrum, like to notice um agorism, underground economic activity and to see the benefits of it, to see what per bylin calls um the unseen or the unrealized and to, to notice it, take note of it and like to sort of train yourself to like immediately like identify it so that once, when, when you get to that point, the people around you, who you spend your time with, that's sort of, that's sort of inevitable that it will rub off on them as well.
0: Yeah. All right. Most of these tactics will come with routine, but you can check yourself to polish a few things. Finally, coordinate your activities with other new libertarian activists. At this point, we arrive at the need for group tactics and organization. Many worthy libertarians argue that the market structures of businesses, partnerships, and joint stock companies provide all the organization necessary or desirable, save maybe for personal mating or socializing. In one sense, they are correct in that all structures must be market compatible or be inconsistent with agorism. In another sense, they are guilty of a lack of imagination and a concern for form over substance. In an agri society, division of labor and self respect of each worker, capitalist, entrepreneur will probably eliminate the traditional business organization, especially the corporate hierarchy, an imitation of the state and not the market. I, I do like that. And then it kind of touches on a lot of stuff we touched on with Dave. And uh, I, because I, I, I know. I guess Rothbard maybe was a little bit more friendly in some senses, which maybe we'll get into that. when We get into critiques when it comes to like corporate stuff. But I think once you start understanding what Conkin's getting at in a true free society, such large organizations structured in such a sense would not exist. Likely. It will well, slowly wither away.
1: Um, so like number one, there with Hey, if you get rid of the state, there's no corporations because corporations exist exclusively by state charter. Yeah. So that's why agorists are so opposed to corporations. The, the agorist friendly alternative is the joint stock company. Um, but yeah, you're right. He's he, he, in a, in, a, in a truly free society. It's it's much less vertical. It's much more evenly distributed. It's much more horizontal because there's more opportunity available for people for entrepreneurs. Right? There's there will be less wage slavery. So so it'll be less structured and hierarchical.
0: Yes. Most companies will be associations of independent contractors, consultants, and other companies. Um, many, which I will, I, I don't want to keep driving this, but that is a big point where people get hung up on uh, that. Like one day everything will just be, you know, this like decentralized, you know, association of entrepreneurs. And I get it. It's hard to imagine that. And it's like now, and don't get me wrong, there probably would be some sort of structures that would be set up in some sort of wage type setup, but that would probably be the exception and not the rule in, in, in a in a free society. Look and that would be something Uber. that builds towards... Go ahead.
1: Look at Uber. and yeah. Look at Lyft and um, DoorDash. Like everybody is becoming an entrepreneur. Everybody's becoming an independent contractor. They're all starting to work for themselves. And like that is sort of the whole key to a decentralized economy, right? And that, that, that's, that's really, I think what he's getting at here. Mm
0: -hmm. Many may be just one entrepreneur and all his services, computers, suppliers, and customers. This mode of operation is already around and growing in the freer segments of Western economies. Thus, an Association of Entrepreneurs of Liberty for the purpose of specializing, coordinating, and delivering libertarian activities is no violation of the market and may well be optimal. The traditional name for a banding together of sovereign units for a goal and then disbanding is an alliance. Hence, the basic organization for new libertarian activists is the New Libertarian Alliance. The organization of NLA is simple. And should avoid turning into a political organ, organ or even an authoritarian organization. Rather than officers, what are needed are tacticians, local coordinators with competency and tactical planning, and strategists, regional coordinators with competency in and strate- and strategic thinking. A new libertarian ally does not follow a tactician or strategist, but rather buys their argument and expertise. Anyone offering a better plan can replace the previous planner. Tactics and strategies should be bought and sold by the allies like any other commodity in consistent agorist fashion.
1: So, like, what he's saying here is like basically when when it, we do get into the final stages of, of agorism, uh, you know, we we should we should our strategists, our generals, I guess you you could say in the field. I hate to use these terms like from the military, but. Those people should be hired on on a voluntary basis, and it should all be based on their competency, and not based on political favor or who knows who or who's friends with the head of the organization. Like there should be none of that bullshit in in the NLA. I think that's that's Conklin's point here.
0: Mm-hmm. Even though these labels are borrowed from military history and do correspond to a form of combat, never forget that actual physical confrontation with the state's enforcers must await the market's generation of protection agency syndicates of sufficient strength. All else is premature. Which, uh, go ahead. You, so so
1: there's, a, there's a funny story. Um, it was from like the Libertarian Party of like Michigan at their like convention years ago, like 20, 30 years ago. And um Carl Hess was there and Rothbard. And I guess there was a group of them who were like, Let's fuck this, like, let's go take on the government right now. And some of them were like, Yeah, let's go. And like Rothbard's like, I'm not going, guys. And they literally they got up, they marched out, they went to um some like military base in New Jersey. I don't know if you know this story. No, I don't And R- Rothbard tells this story in one of his lectures, and like he's like giving a speech, Rothbard, and all these people come marching back in like an hour later, and they're all like beat up and bloody and like they're all like they're like disheveled and Rothbard and they're all like you should have came and helped us and you stayed here we got our asses kicked we got tear gassed and shit like that and Rothbard's like yeah guys it's a little premature don't you think because like, I'm, I'm with you like in, in like spirit but like it's a little premature for, for action and I think like you can look it up I think it's called like the battle of like Fort Dix or something like that you can it's even on Wikipedia
0: yeah no a good example of that is like all right. I guess to get to preface this is uh, it's like whether something is moral or smart are, are different things. Like, uh, for example, I don't know a lot of people like a current thing right now is the Cain Velasquez thing. Like, I don't know if you're aware of that. The, I don't know the, all the details of the story, but I think some person diddled his kid or some shit. And like, for one, this was way after the fact he hunted, like not way, but it was, it wasn't like a heat of the moment thing. He planned this out. Like he hunted the dude down and like when a high speed chase of the guy, And then ended up, like, I guess, trying to attack him. Shot the guy that was with him, I think, which was, like, someone tried to defend him. I'm sure more details will come out. But, like... For me, uh, uh, like this dude's about to do jail time. He probably won't see his family for a long time. So he did this to protect his family. Like, sure, in my in my my anarchist society, the way I see things, sure, yeah, you could go take care of business. You'd go to a private court. They'd probably likely be like, well, okay, well, I can kind of see where you're coming from, but we don't we don't exist in that paradigm. That probably wasn't the most intelligent thing to do. (laughs) Like, so yeah, it's
1: not gonna work out well for him in that case.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which but I, mean, in I don't spirit belong. I'm with him. Yes, exactly. I completely am like, yeah, I get it, but at the same time, I'd I'd like to have those years with my kids personally. Like, like if sure. like, like, let's be
1: honest, if you're gonna go that route, you need to be more you need to be more um covert you need to have better yeah. operational security is what we say in terrorism. Yeah.
0: yeah and i don't know but that for me the big thing with that was that it was premeditated like it'd be one thing if i walked in and someone dealing my kid i'm probably gonna kill you but now i like, don't have a
1: problem with that either no if you, either if you're <laughs> fucking somebody's kid i'll i'll if, i have no problem planning out your murder i'm down yeah. with that i'm fine well, with that it's yeah. just you need to be more careful so that you don't get caught in doing it
0: yeah no go wrong i'm sympathetic with both examples i'm just saying right. from a uh you know, getting away with it type thing. You you you'd, you'd have a much better defense in the eyes of the state if you walk right. in on it than, than <laughs> yeah, after the fact you hunt them down. Like, don't be wrong. I think mo- both are perfectly fine. But
1: like now, really, the best way to do it is to get yourself a badge, join the police department, and then you just murder at will, and you don't get charged yeah. with anything. It's a win-win. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, another example I typically use is the idea of like a cop. If they pull you over, I do like – and it's say say they're hassling you and you haven't done anything wrong. I think you're perfectly within your rights or morally speaking to defend yourself in whatever way you see fit. But that's not going to work out well for you. <laughs> so like yeah, it may not this, be the smart
1: this, thing to do. Right. Exactly. This is what I say with the sovereign citizens. It's like you guys are completely justified in refusing to like show your – license and I get it's self-defense but shooting state troopers on the side of the road is not a good way to have a long life expectancy yes. <laughs> you know what i
0: mean so yeah. yeah I mean you only get one life so like I mean, right sure operate you can... in
1: shadows be smart yeah all
0: right what is the global strategy continental strategy and local tactics for an Nla optimally per- to pursue? again, let's look at the four steps from agora uh, from agora from statism or from statism to agora. The first three are actually rather artificial divisions. No abrupt change occurs from first to second to third. As will be shown, it is most probable the transition from the third to fourth step will be quite sudden, though it is not required by the nature of the agora. Rather, the convulsion will be caused by the nature of the state. In fact, all violence, unrest, instability, and dislocations are caused by the state, never fomented by new libertarians. Heed well. You, you who would be a paladin of liberty, never initiate any act of violence, regardless of how likely a libertarian result may appear.
1: That's uh, which, key.
0: Yes, I like that. That's that key. is a, that is one thing I've heard, especially in the past, like year or so. There've been people who've made cases that, like, well, well, maybe we have to do this or that. And I don't even necessarily mean like libertarians. Especially, uh I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, I can't think of one out right now. But I've heard, I've heard other people make cases that, like, well, maybe we have to do some. Uh, some bad shit to get to where we want. It's like, well, that's likely not going to end up. Well, like right. especially right where we are now, you know, especially when we're talking about a, you know, a large organization. It's one thing as a, as an individual to do something bad, you know, the ends means not completely matching up. Like, I still think it probably won't work out well for you, but, but now when you're talking about something that's like, Going from like it's a social thing with multiple people, like it's going to probably multiple generations thing. Like this, actually, it's probably more of like a paleo thing. The idea that like kind of the idea, basically. Well, I think
1: also like the like the Boogaloo Boys, right? Who like they want to like go start a war with the government, and like they get so mad at me when I say like that's not going to work out well. Like you're you're not going to get very far when you when you do that shit. You're sort of initiatory violence just reduces libertarians to the same level as like political trash. So why would we want to do that to ourselves? Why Our goal is to rise above that, not to like get down on the floor with them.
0: Oh, I know what I was thinking of because there's been a big talk a while back of like the nap and how like maybe sometimes we shouldn't follow the nap. And it's like yeah, especially on yeah. a movement level. If you're talking about – it's one thing if you're talking about as an individual. Sure, maybe you can make some sort of justification that you know on your individual level this is wrong, but I'm doing it and I'll, I'll correct – of course correct later. But now if you're talking about something – I still think that's probably not going to work out. But even yeah. then, there's some case to be made. But now if you're talking about something that's like a movement – and especially when it's going to be probably multiple generations, it's like, okay, but there are other people who are taking cues from your actions and interpret things certain ways. You're not going to be able to pass on your thinking of, like, well, we just did this bad thing once and now it'll work out. Some people took that the message from that of, like, well, it's okay to do bad things and it'll end up all right. You know. I,
1: I, I really think that going back to what Conkin said before, you have to sort of lead by example and like, yep. you have to sort of live a life that's consistent with the principles you believe in. And then other people will see how that's like successful and they'll, they'll try to adopt those principles as well. And that's how, that's the only way that we spread these ideas.
0: Yeah. And that in some regards does kind of apply to like utilizing like political parties and stuff like that. And it, like, it's not to say you don't ever, cause the, the idea that I'm getting at is when I always, the argument I usually make is that like, okay, cool. Maybe you make some short, sort of short win here and there, but you've all, but you've also shown people that this is a route to utilize. And if you look at You know, the overarching, like how this has worked out, it hasn't worked out well. And at some point, your group or you or whoever is making these theoretical positive changes is not going to be there. And all you've done is create this social impact of telling other people this is the way to go. And now they're engaged in this thing that isn't doing the things you want them to do in the future. So, and
1: that's frankly a best case scenario for for them, right? That they can actually convince people to like even agree with their ideas.
0: Yes. Yeah, which is that's the biggest argument I make for like the LPMC. It's like, well, what happens when you aren't there? Like, at some point, someone else is going to be controlling this organization and then you've built it up in this, in the meantime. So, yeah, you
1: know. yeah, yeah. All the resources they put together are just going to be lined up for the next Nick Starwalk. That's actually a good point that I haven't even thrown at them yet. I'll have yeah. To- Stick that in my ammo bag. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's yeah. That's my 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 main argumentation. But to do so is to reduce yourself to a status. There are no exceptions to this rule. Either you are fundamentally consistent or you are not. A new libertarian is fundamentally consistent, and one who is not fundamentally consistent is not a new libertarian. Uh, to be clear, uh, I feel like we said this before, but for those who popped in, uh, new libertarian is what he's using to refer to like agorist, Basically, is kind of what he's getting at. Using new libertarian analysis, however, one can predict the likely outbreak of statist aggression and move to head it off by exposure or even defend or evacuate the victims. One can also predict the probable outcomes of deviations by libertarian groups and either head off the sellouts and disasters or win respect for one's foresight and that of new libertarianism from potential recruits. Let the state be the forest fire. The NLA are the smoke eaters who know how it burns, How to fire break, how the winds of change affect it, to where the sparks may fly, and finally, how to extinguish it. With this in mind, let us label the steps to Agora as four states and uh, phases and outline the appropriate strategies for each. Thank you, uh, Outlaw Barber. I did get a haircut and it does look nice. All right. By the way, I don't uh, we're definitely not gonna be able to finish this chapter today since you gotta be out in like 20 minutes. But that works out because the next chapter is really short. (laughs) And we only have
1: like seven pages, we won't be able to do it.
0: We'll see. Uh phase zero, zero density agri society. In this phase, most of human history, no agris exists. Only scoured libertarians or proto-libertarian thinkers and practicing counter-economists. Economists, economists. That, that word always trips me up. The moment someone reads this manifesto and wishes to apply it, we have moved to the next phase. All that can be done in phase zero is slow evolution of consciousness, hit or miss development, and a lot of frustrating dichotomies. Until you, the first agorist in a phase zero situation, have added to your number, your only strategy can be to increase your numbers as well as live counter-economically yourself. The best form of organization is a libertarian alliance in which you steer the members from political act, uh, activity where they have blindly gone seeking relief from oppression, and focus on education, publicity, recruitment, and perhaps some anti-political campaigning. These, uh, vote for nobody, none of the above, boycott the ballot, don't vote, it only encourages them, etc. Well, that's a good point. I think Konkin makes some moves for that before with, uh, um, you know having movements for vote for nobody so that would be like oh one. yeah he
1: he came up with that that's his slogan
0: yeah, yeah which I he mean... was a
1: big supporter when walter block ran um back in the day when he was in new york he ran for new york state assembly under the slogan block for disassembly and conkin was a major supporter of his and actually i sell that shirt at agora at threads
0: yeah um None of the above. That's kind of funny because it's a libertarian thing. Yeah. Um, Which I guess that's one way you could make a case for the people in the LP is if they ran on some shit like that, but they're not going to. Um, You know, so. Yeah. But to publicize the libertarian alternative an L.A. may take stands on issues agreed on but insist on unanimity. Only the most clearly libertarian stands will be taken and you can always veto a deviationist stance always encourage tendencies towards hardcore consistent positions and scorn soft core inconsistent ones um i do think it's funny i mean not to i feel like we probably hammered this already that they always give a shit about like being the most consistent but like if you're talking about theory or consistency because that's good kind of, like yeah that's kind of the <laughs> like I, I know it's like oh you're pure but it's kind of like okay well that's like if we're talking, if you're, you're just like, if you're saying we're the most consistent and the most pure, all you're doing is admitting that our theory is better in some sense. Uh, or, yes, like, yes. Like Otherwise, which, I mean, they wouldn't say that, but it's like, okay, well, then don't use that argument. Like, don't use well, that, like, ad hominem or whatever you want it to be. Like, because all like, you're would, doing would is you're... saying that we're right. Because if you're, at, if you're. Th- theory is correct then being consistent is the way to go like (laughs) I know
1: and it's like when we were were talking with Dave like I was like I said to him I was like look you know I don't have like a concrete two plus two equals four like sort of proof but like the fact that we are the most consistent sort of is like an indicator it's a pretty strong indicator that we're barking up the right tree you know what I mean it's like Mm -hmm. like you wouldn't accept the logically inconsistent theory of chemistry or of like any of the natural sciences so why would you accept a logically inconsistent theory of the social sciences right like if your theory is inconsistent that means that you've made a mistake somewhere right like so like that should be a big eye-opener to other factions of the libertarian community
0: which to be fair i think that's more of a commentary on how that is just a throwaway talking point which uh i don't know if dave even made that point maybe he did but that is one thing I think people should stop doing because it. anyone who thinks like a second can realize like, and understands what theory is should realize that all that is essentially is a concession that you are in some way right. Although don't get me wrong. I think like if we – like say how do we press Dave on that, like giving people shit about being the most – uh which I don't know if he said that for one. No, I don't, even no, know I don't think do he did statement. bring it up. Yeah. But, okay. Like, but I know that's a common a lo- talking point.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people are like, oh – um, you know you're going to be the most consistent person online at the box car and i'm like well if you're on the box car then your theory was inconsistent right and yeah. there, was, there was some sort of inconsistency there that that screwed your theory up we're going to be the guys who aren't on the box car you know what yeah. i mean and, so it's and like, if
0: we are on the box car it's like well okay we fucked up somewhere and then like then your whole talking point of us being the most pure most consistent was bunk so it's one or the other i am never on the box
1: <laughs> car i'm never going the box <laughs> car I'll, ne- I'll never be there
0: yeah so uh, i mean that's more of just a commentary on pick one either we're the most consistent or stop using the uh, stop using that talk that uh talking point because i hate that so much because everyone just it's like this ad hominem where it's like okay if you really think about this you're the retard here <laughs> like if that's <laughs> yeah, your talking right. point like because you're saying like, oh you're so consistent in your theory oh <laughs> like well are you arguing my theory is wrong (laughs) it
1: doesn't make any sense you're right (laughs) like
0: like a a good theory works in practice so if you're agreeing my theory is correct and i'm consistent then like thank you (laughs) thanks (laughs) all right um Low-density agorist society. This, the first counter-economic libertarians appear in this phase, and the first serious splits in the libertarian movement occur, occur. Since few libertarians are very consistent, yet deviationism will run rife and tend to overwhelm activism. Get liberty quick schemes from anarcho-Zionism, Free-steed running away projects. to yeah, running away to a promised land of liberty, which we didn't ever touch on. That. I thought we might have touched on that at some point, which I don't know if we've done it in this series yet but uh like i i kind of like the spirit but i don't think the the idea is complete because i do like the idea of like moving or or obviously within your subjective values kind of sort of migrating to what extent you can to spots that are more amenable to your ideas or you know values or what you can but now like one centralized location no that seems to be a uh a, a way for shit to go bad which so i it's that's I guess maybe that's me being diplomatic when like, the free stater's go going. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, sure, have your new, your new Hampshire, but also I think we should have our Florida. I also think we should have people moving to different areas. I do think we should set up some sort of loose network, but not one fucking spot. <laughs> like, you know. like,
1: look, you have an you have an obligation to yourself to if you can move from a place that's very oppressive to a place that's less that's less oppressive, you should do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. But don't be confused. You're not going to help bring about an end to the state by doing that. The only way to do that is through counter-economic activity, by engaging the black and gray markets.
0: Although I I would make the case that makes it a little bit easier to do so because – Yeah, sure. And and, and that kind of naturally creates this uh, – it's these incentives that creates this natural network once that starts to occur. occur. It's almost like this underground railroad of agorists. Right. Yeah. And that's
1: sort of what's happening in like places like New Hampshire. Like, There's a lot of uh, cryptocurrency adoption there right now, precisely because there's a, there's a big number of agorists and crypto anarchists and libertarians and stuff. But at the same time, if it ever gets big enough, is it really in our interest to have all the libertarians in one spot for the state? Could you imagine if all the Ukrainians got together in like one stadium for Putin? Would that work out very well like no you why would you want to concentrate yourself in large numbers for the enemy that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me yeah
0: i do think you there know, should be some level of concentration but not a singular centralized location <laughs> like- in
1: in, in Konkin says about this in another place he says um he quotes shakespeare who says sometimes dear brutus we we um, cannot look to the stars but we must look to ourselves And it's so true if you think about it. It's like stop looking for like these answers in all these crazy places. Like it's in you, right? Like liberty is something that that, that resides in all of us. It's just waiting for you to claim it, right? It's not something that another man can give you or that you can find by moving geographically. It's it's something inherently that's within all of us.
0: Yeah. All right to political opportunism will seduce the impatient and sway the incompletely informed all will fail if for no other reason that liberty grows individual by individual mass conversion is impossible uh there is one exception radicalization caused by status attack against a collective uh i do i do like the mass conversion is impossible because that kind of touches on a point i've been trying to get at a lot a lot of people make the case that like oh well you know the whole state's not just going to be Agora. Like, I think people have this conception that like the Agora will just take over the whole United States. Like they, they're still stuck in this like status paradigm of like the whole state. And it's like, if we can just carve out areas, bubbles of Liberty, you know, and like, yeah, sure. Right. They'll take over states over time. And theoretically, you know, you know, generations or thousands of years from now, maybe it'll carve out the whole world. But the idea that it's like, you know, cause people look at it that like, Oh, we're gonna take over the whole fucking United States. Like, even if it's like a couple states, or a state, or a fucking county, or whatever. You know, like it'll. It, you know what I mean?
1: Well, like this is like something that I tell the, the the educationalists is what I call them, the people who tell me, "Well, look, the Libertarian Party Sal, It's not about political power. It's about education." But really, this is a, this is an educational institution. We're just trying to educate people. Um, and I try to tell them, like, what's more utopian? that we can have an Agora society or that you're going to convince everybody to be Rothbardian libertarians, right? Like the latter is like extremely utopian. It's like absurdly utopian. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry, but you're not going to convince the whole world to convert to like Rothbardian libertarianism. It's just not going to happen. It's much more likely that people uh, engage in the Agora by virtue of their own financial or economic incentive.
0: Yeah, which I mean, even in the pure Agora in this magical world you know probably thousands or hundreds of years from now if we ever get to that point it will be like yeah maybe you do have a handful of people who are philosophically agorist but there's gonna be a lot of people who are just operating within their incentives and just kind of going along to get along like
1: the majority yeah. of people who are in crypto for example they don't know austrian business cycle theory they're just they just want to get rich they're just hoping yeah. they get rich you know what i mean it's like they're not in it for theory. They're in it for themselves and for their own economic well-being, and that's the whole key of agorism. That's why agorism and entrepreneurship are married so so closely.
0: All right. Even so, it requires entrepreneurs of liberty to have sufficiently informed the persecuted collective so that they lace coherently libertarian ward rather than scatter randomly or worse flow into out-of-power statism. These crises of statism are spontaneous and predictable but cannot be caused by moral, consistent libertarians. The strategy of the first new libertarians is to combat the anti-principles that strengthen the state and uselessly dissipate anarchist energy. The general strategy outlined previously applies. Get libertarians into counter-economics and persuade the most active of the agorists to get counter-economists into libertarianism the proto-new libertarians may work within existing organizations and clubs of libertarians as radical caucuses ginger groups or as a libertarian left faction in general and nla is a premature here because it's not yet self-sustaining uh, radical caucuses I'm trying to so two two
1: things on this real quick um, uh, t- t- he says persuade the most active of chorus to get To get counter economists into libertarianism, so it's not just about converting, ancap's into agorists. It's about converting your street criminal friends to agorism, and like to like that kid you're selling weed with. Like explain to him how he's being screwed, right? Because he is he's just as likely to adopt these principles as an ancap is. The second thing he says here um, of interest is this whole radical caucuses thing. Conkin. was not opposed to using the libertarian party's, um, caucuses. Um, he even has a paper like from the seventies called like the caucus strategy, but, uh, he was important to understand is he doesn't want to use these caucuses to take over the LP or to gain any sort of elected office. The whole point is to like go in there Go to these radical caucuses, find the, the most radical members, and be like, hey, you need to come with us. We're, we're, this, it's a, to Conkin, it's more of a uh, search and rescue mission than anything else. That's what his caucus strategy is about
0: well shit dog we need to start a caucus <laughs>
1: yeah, I, did, right. I didn't
0: see you at the LP convention I was there I, the I, rescue
1: and recovery caucus yeah. we're only in it to like get you guys out of here yeah, you know yeah I mean?
0: all we need is a group of people who don't care about all that gay shit that they do the voting and stuff and just come in there and drink and hang out and that's all it is you just know? make a mockery
1: <laughs> out of the whole <laughs> the whole situation
0: yeah that's what I did so many people were like "Oh, are you there to do? do are you part of the party and I'm like no <laughs> I'm just here drinking my homies of that? <laughs> no, not. were I no mean, I think I got like one or two kind of jokingly but i'm like no i'm just here to hang out with my homies <laughs> like, so i can't
1: imagine i feel like if i was there they'd be like
0: there'd be like pictures on the internet they'd be like look where sal was we're creating our radical caucus that's what we're doing a <laughs> yeah. radical caucus is the guys who drink and smoke weed and <laughs> hang out with them and you know tell them what they're doing is gay
1: <laughs> on the convention floor right
0: <laughs> yeah what can be successfully built is under whatever label means most conducive to recruitment, a movement to the libertarian left. Such a movement is itself a mixed bag of individuals of varying hardness of core, but they are tending or moving toward the ideal of new libertarianism. Even within MLL, uh, a movement of the libertarian left, structure should be de emphasized. The most new libertarian will be the most competent to coordinate and plan. That is, those of highest understanding and practice of agorism and greatest zeal for action will naturally direct resources. Each do er <laughs> I, I think we talked about this in the previous one, I hate how he does this shit. Uh, <laughs> l- like each NLLI spends his or her own resources, and decide whether or not to accept a tactician's or strategist's advice and planning, as any entrepreneur would do with any informed consultant. Some pseudo-political public trappings may be necessary to utilize public forums and media access. Also, most people will not understand your market organization unless you translate it into pseudo-political terminology and back again. At this point in the latter, at this point, in the latter stages of phase one and with a functioning MLL large enough, these hardcore dedicated cadre can actually apply leverage to sway larger groups of semi-converted quasi-libertarians to block marginal actions by a state. Is a high ex- expenditure, quick again, but low long-range yield tactic, and should be rare. It will be covered later. Basically, stave off war and mass extermination of libertarians. Following all these activities, radicalizing the libertarians and involving evolving the NLA. That is all one can accomplish. All right. I know you have a hard out in like five minutes, so I feel like that's probably a good spot to quit. Yeah. And uh, we'll. Uh, Bounce, but uh, the, the big takeaway I think I got from this one is me and you need to get some more agorists together when you start going to these libertarian events. That's what we need to do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, you know what I've been meaning to do is like for so long is to put together like a sort of like a Tampa Bay Agorist sort of meetup. Um just in like the area. Something we gotta we'll have to we'll have to get together and we'll have to work on one of these days.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely down. That would be fun. Um For sure. Yeah. And we need to start going to all the libertarian stuff. You know, I think there'll be more. I don't know when the next thing will be, but there'll be more. And they're fun. Don't be wrong. I had a blast at the uh, the convention this last weekend. I had a lot of fun. Hung out with Dave Smith, did all sorts of shit, Uh, hang out with all the homies. I didn't do any gay politics stuff at all.
1: So, you know, no votes, no nothing.
0: Good. No, no nothing. Uh, if anything, I teased them a little bit, and it was fun. Uh, with that, I guess you want to go ahead and drop your plugs, and, or if you have any other thoughts before we bounce.
1: Yeah. Um, the book, Anti-Politics, check it out. It's on Amazon. If you prefer to pay with crypto, you can shoot me a DM on Twitter or social media. Other than that, uh, 3DprinterGoBird.com for 3D printers three D printers and supplies. You can use crypto to avoid having to access KYC payment platforms, and AgoraThreads.com for libertarian anarchist and agorist apparel
0: awesome uh with that that i have this is the no way jose youtube channel or there's no way jose show you can find me on youtube all the major audio catchers odyssey as well uh follow me on twitter at 2020 no way jose if you want to give me money i like money give me that uh patreon.com so that's no way jose 2020 like share subscribe comment all that good stuff and with that we're out thank you again so we'll be back uh i feel like we'll probably finish the book on the next one but we may hit up critiques after that because uh we should yeah yeah, absolutely so all right uh appreciate it man all right with that we are out